Listening to Being Jim Davis. I've been to Garfield, but I've never been to me. My name is John Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is Christopher Winter, and I'm Jim Davis. Chris, it's Thursday, January 22nd, 1981. True. Today, we're enjoying peace and prosperity under Ronald Reagan's regime. Uh huh. Yep, that's right. Which has been going on for an interminable amount of time now. <laughs> it seems like forever. Uh, to, it, we're also reading Garfield, mm-hmm. okay? Because yep, because with the economic boom uh-huh. of the 1980s, you know, comes uh, uh, reading about cats, cats doing like funny we're, things. We're in actually, the paper. in the pre-Reagan recession period, right now. But go on. <laughs> No, 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 Chris. Reagan, Reagan. Do you think he's going to whip inflation? I think he's. I think he's already done it. I mean, we'll he's been what, in office for almost thirty-six hours now. Let, let's see what Paul okay. Volcker has to say about this issue. Okay, okay, go on. Anyway, it's a Garfield. What's what's True. in the Garfield? John, in today's Garfield, the nine hundred and forty-ninth ever, the first palindromic Garfield of the Reagan administration. <laughs> A milestone. Yep. 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 Today's Garfield. Hey. <laughs> hey, what do you know? It turns out this is a theme week. It's a it's a it's a Reagan palindrome, like a special category of palindrome, you know, like John, this is also the first like, theme week Garfield of the Reagan administration. Sorry, go on. No, no, no. Like mathematicians talk about like, you know, like Marcian oh, primes or something. Yeah, like, a Reagan palindrome. It's a Reagan yeah. palindrome. Yeah. Okay. Um, good use of synopsis or bad use of synopsis? What do you oh, think? God, are we still doing this? Uh, I say good use of synopsis. I'm going to say bad use of synopsis. It doesn't really tell you anything. It tells you that we're continuing a, yesterday's theme of Garfield hanging onto this I f- duck. I feel like we've done this joke before. In the synopsis, where like it's not clear Jim, to me Jim, that it's a joke. Jim Davis turns it into a theme week halfway through, uh-huh. and I feel like uh, you know, I, I feel like listeners could uh, could expect a little more from us. I think I, uh, I feel like we didn't really try very hard with this one. I feel that it was an honest response to that I had to this Garfield to looking at it briefly without reading the words before recording the show. It's like, oh yeah, he's still on that duck. Oh, it's a, it's a narrative. There's a narrative here. Okay, anywho. Uh, in all three panels, the duck is flying and Garfield is hanging from the duck. It's basically the same picture three times. This is like a standard hanging from the duck position. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? no, it's tip, yeah, this is, this is it. Definitely going to have to be given a new uh, title. Uh, yeah. For, I mean, you know, spoiler shorthand. alert, we, we get it at least in panel one of tomorrow. So this happens four times. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Anytime a character holds on to the feet of a duck. Stand While the po. duck is standard flying. It's gonna... hanging from a duck position. Stand <laughs> po. Standard, standard, duck pos- standard duck hang oh, position. Oh, stand duck po. Stand duck stand, po. Stand duck po. Yeah, okay. Um. Yeah. So Garfield's doing that in all three panels. The duck Stan is Stan Duckpo. 
The duck is, uh, they, you know, okay. All right. I was going to say the duck is the same in all three panels, but it's, it's basically it's totally the same. false. Also basically yeah. the same. Uh, the duck's Very facial expression change. changes uh -huh. significantly. Okay? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Between those three panels, the duck goes through a sea change of emotions. I mean, panels one and two are about the same. No, no, no. The first panel, the duck is alarmed. Uh-huh. I would even say frightened. Yeah. Okay. I'm with you. In the second panel, the duck's eyes calm down slightly. So that it's more like concerned i think he's still alarmed i think jim davis just drew alarmed poorly but whatever <laughs> well you know i mean i guess that could that's it's kind could of like a, a smudgy kind of alarmed i i prefer to, you know I, I i prefer to assume that jim davis you know drew it as he intended i mean you well i don't you as you know i don't subscribe to the theory of authorial intent right Right. You you don't believe that authors have intent? Is that what you're saying? I don't think Jim Davis has an inner mental life. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we should you adopt, don't, I don't think we should adopt the intentional stance vis-a-vis Jim, -vis Jim Davis, John. <laughs> He's well, best no, no, no. approached you, you... as a philosophical zombie. <laughs> Some kind of just highly elaborate automaton. If you do, if you do adopt the intentional stance, uh -huh. aren't you with that thought experiment implying that they don't? Oh no! You're 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 suspending judgment one way or the other. And and okay. John, I want to clarify. I, and I and I and I and I say to you that if you uh -huh. do that, I think you're already making a stance. I want to. I, I didn't see any reason to to to, to doubt that he had an intermental uh, existence. No, no. Until no. you okay. suggested it, I, I want to clarify a few things. Number one, I suggested you know for comedic effect that you wouldn't adopt adopt the intentional stance vis-a-vis -a, -vis a philosophical zombie that is categorically false <laughs> you should um number two adopting the intentional stance <laughs> does not presuppose one way or the other whether or not the the object of the stance has an inner mental life so adopting it vis-a-vis -vis, I, ad I adopt the intentional stance vis-a-vis -vis you for example and i do believe you have an inner mental life yeah um it's it's just a, a manner of being in the world with respect to another agent. Um, okay. And number th number three, John, I will categorically state it is my contention that famous cartoonist Jim Davis <laughs> does not have an inner mental life. Okay, you heard it here first. Yeah, he's he's um, a highly elaborate automaton created perhaps by evil scientists. All right, so I'm going to tell you what else happens in the Garfield. Oh, right, right, yeah. Um, oh, and in panel three, the duck is kind of pissed off. Yeah, in panel three, the duck is kind of blase. <laughs> we did, like, didn't quite whatever. get there. Yeah, did not quite get there. Um, uh. All right, so panel one, Garfield thinks, I can see the headlines now. Yep. Panel two, Garfield thinks, in quotes, cat gets hijacked. That's one of the headlines. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. In panel three, the duck responds in thought. Mm -hmm. And quotes. And quotes. And duck gets hernia. few things about that. Yeah, and should not be in the quotes. <laughs> yeah, well, that would be that would be a weird that would be it a would weird, be a weird headline, single headline. If that were a separate headline. <laughs> yeah. If it if it were continuing on, on the same headline. Mm -hmm. That would be fine. 
Yeah, it would be a well. It would well, be a long, uh, it would be, it would be it a would, long headline. It would be a poorly written headline. Yeah, the headline should read. Put, yeah, cat cat gets hijacked, mm-hmm. comma duck gets her. Yeah, comma not no conjunction. Yeah, yeah. Um, Banish conjunctions, headline writers. Uh huh. So okay, a few points on this. <laughs> Number one is just one more case where the animals are communicating telepathically. That's yep. fun. I mean, I know it's a convention of the strip, but worth pointing out. Mm-hmm. Number two, okay, here, this is how we learned that the bird in question was a duck and not, as we had earlier postulated, mm. a goose. Okay, I'm yeah, seeing he an calls alternate, himself a duck. He calls I'm himself seeing a an duck. alternate theory now. He or she calls itself a duck. Yeah, thank you. I'm seeing okay. an alternate theory now. Okay, this you duck, know what? I was gonna I was gonna barrel through with what I was saying, but I'm curious to hear your alternate theory. This bird, who let me say, definitely identifies as a male. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it it could be it it could be suggesting that the newspaper, you know, how yeah, the newspapers always get it wrong. Mm. You know, and duck is like an easy, you know, uh-huh. four letter word to that's, to come, you know, you know, like fits into headlines. Going. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it's like like Garfield is being cynical about the headlines. The duck is being cynical about the headlines too. How is Garfield being cynical about the headline? Well, about uh, newspapers sort of sens- sensationalizing his uh, misfortune. I feel like his misfortune is already quite sensational. <laughs> He's a cat. Hanging from the legs of a flying well, okay, duck. Okay, John, but, John, but also but, John, but, John, but, John, John, no, 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 John, no, John, no, no, John, the, the pre- no, the, no, John. The liberal media is capitalizing John, on the sensational misfortune John, of Garfield, and they're they're profiting. I, I feel off like of it. that has nothing to do with John. What do you, you mean that has nothing to do with? That has everything to do with it. This is a strip John, about the media. No, it's okay. Imagine this were a YouTube video. <laughs> This would get millions of hits. Cat okay. hanging from a flying, the legs of a flying duck is inherently oh, I you meant our sensational. It's inherently. If our podcast were a YouTube video, there'd probably be. Oh, a, it would get millions upon yeah, millions of yeah. hits. Um, <laughs> this is an inherently, this would be the biggest thing since Pizza Rat. This is an inherently sensational sequence of events. And I feel like the newspaper headline, Cat Gets Hijacked. Wait, Pizza Rat? You remember Pizza Rat, Don't Be Coy. America's greatest hero, Pizza Rat. I remember Shower Rat. You remember, we've discussed Pizza Rat on the podcast before, John. Okay. Pizza Rat is all that is keeping this country going <laughs> during the depths of the Trump administration, the Trump regime. Um, okay, let's get back to the media. What mm-hmm. struck me uh, in, in a second what struck me about this is okay. Now I'm on the Vox article entitled "Pizza Rat: New York City's Infamous Rodent Explained." Okay, okay. Well, I'm you're gonna, clearly gonna give not going to give myself a quick refresher you're here. You're clearly not going to listen to a thing I'm saying because Pizza Rat <laughs> is delightful. But um, what struck me about this is that, like that when, it needs explaining, so we're like healthcare policy or something. <laughs> John, it's a, I mean, it's a highly country. Highly complex subject, Pizza Rat. Um, what got me about this is we learned, we had initially thought this was a goose until we learned six panels into the sequence that it's a duck. <laughs> Chris, Chris, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no, no. I'd like to hear more about Pizza Rat. No, go on. Pizza Rat's big secret, Chris? Yeah, what is pizza? Wait, pizza, wait, wait, pizza wait, 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 w
If it's a, if it's really a secret, why is it being printed in Vox.com? Because Chris, we're we're blowing the mouth off of <laughs> this conspiracy. Okay. 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 <laughs> what was Pizza Rat's we're big through, secret? We're through the looking glass. <laughs> pizza Rat's big secret. Uh huh. There's more than one pizza, and Pizza Rat. Okay. In the city. I feel like you at this point you've gone full QAnon. Yeah. <laughs> There's more than one Pizza Rat. Sure, John. Sure. There was the Pizza Rat over on the grassy knoll. Okay. What gets okay. me about this? <clears throat> is we initially thought this bird was a goose. We find out six panels into the narrative that it's a duck. This strikes me as highly parallel to our experience every time John Arbuckle prepares a roast chicken, where for some mm. reason that thing just looks like a turkey to us. Uh-huh. Jim Davis is very bad at distinguishing one bird from another pictorially. Well, you know, once they're cooked, it's especially difficult. Yeah, I mean, fair enough. I mean, look... I feel like, given his standards for onomatopoeias, he could just have the word chicken, you know, with a line <laughs> pointing towards the end. It'd be like, yeah, it just makes the noise uh-huh. chicken. Or, or if, the, if, the, if the duck were wearing a sash that says duck on it. That would be a lot of fun. I wish this duck were wearing... Okay, I wish this duck were wearing a sash that said duck or mare. Or, or if it was like a like a beauty pageant, you know, like like uh-huh. mm-hmm. I don't know, Miss Miss Duck. <laughs> oh, so now it's nineteen eighty one. Now it identifies as female. Why? That's uh, what whatever. I wanted to ask. Why are you certain that the duck identifies as male? I thought that would be funny. Just a thing to say. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wish this duck were wearing a sash and maybe a top hat. A sash that says mayor and a mm. top hat. Uh, oh, mayor. Okay. I did yeah, not understand. I was like, why would it say mayor? Like, that makes no oh, sense. Oh, mayor. mayor. Like, <laughs> identifies as a female horse. <laughs> you know, no judgment here, John. Um, um, that's all I got to say about this one, honestly. Yeah, because a female duck is called a hen. Yeah. yeah. Is it? Apparently. Okay. According to funfactsaboutbirds.com. John. John, can I clarify something? Yes. That fact was fun. <laughs> it was a fun fact. I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun learning it. Mm-hmm. It's always fun to learn things. Yeah, no, learning yeah. is fun. We agree. Yeah. Learning is fun. Um, yeah. Okay. So going back to the newspaper thing, you don't oh, think? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. No, let's do that. Well, I, you were talking about that, and then we got okay. sidetracked by all that other no, that's unrelated that's nonsense. Fair. Yeah. No, this is not nonsense. Okay, go on. Oh, I was inviting you. I thought I thought you had oh, more to say about that. Well, I just I don't know that I believe this is. I mean, I. Mm, oh, it's fair enough. I think you can read this as a commentary on the media. That wasn't. I I didn't initially read it as Garfield or the Duck. Um, expressing cynicism towards the news industry and newspapers in general. That's all. Well, yeah. I mean, there's nothing. There's nothing ne- remarkable neither, about a hijacking. Yeah. Neither headline seems su- well. Not in the 1970s, John. And not in no, not really yeah, in the 80s 19, either. 19 late. Well, as 70s you know, were all about as, hijacking. As you know, I consider 1981 to be a part of the long 1970s. 
So um, it, it is which a was bit which was weird. the golden often <laughs> yes, referred I know to you, as the, the golden age 1970s, of yes. the golden age well, of hijacking. Off, listeners, cross John. off the long 1970s on your being Jim Davis bingo card. <laughs> it's, but and also if you had the golden age of hijacking on there, yeah, it is a little weird um, that the um, the. I want to say this carefully. The the vehicle of aviation is the agent of the hijacking as opposed to the target. Right? That's 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 you know, contrary to our expectations. Say what you, I, sorry, Garfield, I didn't get that. Garfield got hijacked by a flying thing. Oh, I see right. what you we mean. We think hijacking is like, oh, that's what you do to the thing. That, yeah. yeah. If this were a real hijacking, Garfield would be putting a knife to the duck and saying, yeah. like, fly me to Cuba. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and if the bird is the is is the hijacker, like that, uh -huh. that you know, in the 70s, that, that puts a, a, a particular spin on it. Boy, I wonder if this bird is secretly D.B. Cooper. Um, I would like to hear more about that. Why? Do you... <laughs> who? Wait, who is D.B. Cooper? D.B. Cooper was a a, a famous uh -huh. uh, a hijacker in the, in 1971, uh -huh. uh, who who supposedly got away with like a whole bunch of money, but mm -hmm. he probably just died somewhere. Mm -hmm. John, can I ask you a clarification? Uh, yeah. I referred to the long 1970s as, quote, the golden age of hijacking, a phrase I assumed I had made up because it's kind of obscene. <laughs> no, that's, but, I've, I've heard that before. Yeah, according to this article in, in uh, a podcast favorite news site, Vox.com, for some mm. reason, the, the phrase golden age of hijacking should really specifically refer to the years between 1968 and 1972, in which more than 130 American airplanes were hijacked. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot of hijackings. That is a lot of hijackings. It's a lot. Why did well, they you, all want to go to Cuba? I, I don't know. Oh, how do you like that? Anywho. Yeah. Anywho, um, there's, there's a lot of stuff we don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, yeah, you should, you should, D.B. Cooper's fun. I'm just, John, I just want to read this. I'm not going to read the whole article. We don't have time for it. But I want to read this sort of, you know, uh, sub-headline from the, you know how the, the article, uh -huh. like, they'll have sentences in, in, in large, large boldface. Yeah. This, this is one of them from the middle of the article. Quote, that time when building a fake Havana airport seemed like a better strategy <laughs> than strict airport security. I would, I really want to believe that they built a fake Havana airport <laughs> to trick hijackers into believing they had been taken to Cuba. I totally believe that's something they did. Uh, well, yeah. what are you going to do? Yeah. Anywho. I don't know. Yeah. Well, we have. <clears throat> well, you've been listening to Being Jim Davis. Be not afraid of the Garfield. No. Some are born Garfield. Some achieve Garfield, and some have Garfield thrust upon them. You can support the program by leaving a review on iTunes. Why not visit the show website? It's on the internet, and its name can be inferred from the name of the show. You can also follow us on Twitter or other 
stuff. Thank you and good night. Thank you and good night. This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.